0: Okay, welcome to episode 66 of the Never Iron Anything Comics Review podcast. Tonight is a small press focus, but before we get there, allow me to introduce tonight's guest host. Rock and roll front person, movie fan, writer, artist, and a collaborator with me. Yes, it's Rachel Lee Carter. Hey there, mate. You're right.
1: All right, you.
0: Yeah, good. Yeah, it's good to have you on, Rach.
1: Thanks, we talk thanks, a lot, friend. don't we,
0: online and things, and we always meet up for a coffee when we can. But uh, you haven't been on the show, so that's, that's nice to have you on.
1: Oh, mm. thank you. I do listen to you.
0: Oh, thank you, mate. Did, how was your Christmas? Didn't ask you, actually. How was your Christmas?
1: It was good. It seems like it was ages ago now, was, though, doesn't it? it? Yeah. 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 Was mm. it a sort of rock
0: and roll? I imagine you have a sort of punk rock Christmas, you know, <laughs> bin liners on the walls, that sort of thing.
1: No, we went round to Dave's mum's house and I cooked dinner for us. <laughs> 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 well, there weren't many options this year. Anyway, we we, we would always not. do that anyway, just because um, you know um, that's that's what we do. But I like um, I like it. I like a Christmas dinner. Well, so we did see friends online. I think everybody's gone online now, haven't they? So yeah, well,
0: I know. Yeah, it's not the same sometimes. <laughs> My son, he's he's missing out on his Tinder action. You know, he's going to kill me for saying that. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's slightly different tonight, isn't it? We've got uh, we've got a few plans up our sleeves. There will be the new sponsor will be making an appearance at the end of the show. I sort of saved him to the end this week um, to um, ask you to join his cult. Um, so oh. we'll be doing that. But, um, Rach, what have you chosen for us to talk about today?
1: I wanted to talk about the comic books of Simon L. Reid. And um, just fortuitously, and it is a... Absolute coincidence. He's just launched a Kickstarter on Friday. Yeah, there was no we, planning so in that, was there? Uh, no. It? Yeah. No. That
0: was good. Good stuff. I wrote a little thing on the on the website about his Kickstarter because um, you have made me a fan of his.
1: Oh, good. I'm really glad about that. Because that's one of my current missions in life. Yeah. You know, I I always kind of um, find people that I like. Like I used to do this about Adam Fowlplay. I used to talk about him all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> him <laughs> but um but he doesn't need me to talk about him anymore cause he's, he's a rock star now look at him yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um and and simon now read one of those um people that i end up not hero worshipping quite but nearly you know yeah, I get don't you.
0: To yeah. i'm gonna hazard a guess but... later in the show that you, there is an obsessive side to your fan it fan i think yeah so we'll have a, we'll have a chat about that later to to yeah. start off i thought it might be a good idea um, to do, we're going to take the the, the the series Chin, or the issue Chin, which I know we both have, about a man with an extraordinarily large chin. And I thought we could do, like, a dramatic reading of the first four pages. Um, and you're going to play the part of Terry. How would that yeah. be? Good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, I like
0: the boss. Be- before we begin, there is nothing sane about anything that this creator makes, is there? No. Nothing at all. Yeah
1: Um, is into absurdism so um, yeah yeah don't don't look for uh, an ordinary uh, narrative (coughs)
0: yes (laughs) you won't get one (laughs) (laughs) so we're going to try something a bit different because as an audio medium we need to we need to get the reader to the listener to visualize what what we're both looking at and what we're both enjoying so I'm going to start so it starts with the phone ringing in a city planning I honestly thought that just said clit I'm really sorry I almost said that, but it's city planning, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's happening. Um, and the chin man, he says, Terry, your phone is ringing. But Terry is sort of standing on the table. He's got a sort of cool desk. He's standing on the table, and he says,
1: Well, can I just point out first, yeah, that Terry, I've got my penis out.
0: <laughs> is that what that is? Yes. I keep wondering what that, what he means by that. Is that that?
1: That kind of little paperclip thing. Yeah. Stick it in a circle. It's um, it's, uh, cock and balls.
0: Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, I have one and I didn't recognise that, to be fair. But, yeah. Okay, good. Let's go with that because that was going to be a question of mine later. So, he's standing on the table. Terry is standing on the table in front of the chin guy and he has his cock and balls out. And he's in a sort of power stance, isn't he, I'm going to say. Yep.
1: Legs wide open. Can't you see? I'm busy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Spelt B I Z Z A Y. Okay. Uh, Terry is a bald man, isn't he, with a moustache. He does love that moustache, doesn't he, Simon? They're sort of like half moons. Yeah. Moustaches. Um crescent moons. And uh, uh Chin Man says, Sorry, boss.
1: I'm having a wig fitted later.
0: <laughs> there's a close up <laughs> a close up of Terry's mouth and it says, um, onion soup breath, halitosis. And there's a bit of sort of drool coming out of his mouth, isn't there? Yeah. Um Gin man, he says, "Oof, can I come with?"
1: I guess I could use some moral support, trademark, <laughs> and spiritual support. Yes. And physical support.
0: That now that is said in a rather suggestive way, with his hands behind his head, isn't he? In the sort of um, uh, the sort of position that I understand ladies used to take in the middle pages of maybe Mayfair or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So Jin man, he's a bit surprised by that. He's got he's a bit of gog. So they head off to Ron's wig store, which is a classic—the classic wig store, which has got a wig on the ceiling of it, on the roof of it. And uh, they go in there. Ron—Ron's a strange bloke. He's got a—he's uh, got a jumper on that says "Ron's Wig Store," and he says, "Hi guys, welcome to Ron's Wig Store. I'm Ron." And uh, Man says, "Fucking hell!"
1: Oof. <laughs> yes, yeah, shut up. Do you have any luxury wigs?
0: Here, try mine. And Ron has taken his wig off. Now, is that cock and balls again in that picture, is it?
1: Yeah, dripping.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, he tries on Ron's wig. It, uh, to be fair, it does suit him.
1: I feel like a million dollars.
0: You look like an ancient warrior. At which point, <laughs> Terry does a fart. Yeah. And uh, we get another get a close-up of Terry's mouth. Is that broken teeth, or has he got some? He's got something in his teeth.
1: He's got food on his teeth. He's probably onion soup.
0: Probably the onion soup again. Yeah.
1: Yep. And he's also doing um, a shit-eating grin, isn't he? Yes,
0: he is. He's very happy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I want to try a facial wig.
0: And then Ron, who's taken his own facial wig off, <laughs> his beard, his like goatee beard, and he's waving at him like a hoopla, and he says, "Here, try mine." Now, later on in... The, well, I don't understand what happens after this, Rach. And, <laughs> what, who's got their trousers undone next? There's a quite I I don't understand what happens there. What's that?
1: Um, well, that looks like it's um, it's the assistant's um, trousers.
0: So that's Chin Man. Chin Man's undone his trousers as well.
1: It looks like it, because... I oh, It's difficult to know, actually, isn't it? Because,
0: uh... It's... Oh i don't understand i just like the i'm just going to read the um the couple of extra things from ron so ron after chin man drops his trousers and you can sort of see i'm saying that's his pants but i'm not sure well no it's not because it's sort of hairy looking isn't it i don't know anyway he says super impressive and they're sort of little love hearts and then ron sort of decides he's embarrassed himself and he says i've disgraced my mother's legacy terry yeah. we should leave this guy's a full purvo. probably he my is. favorite line of the book yeah great now yeah. that was my introduction that book chin which is sort of colored in with crayons at certain parts in red isn't it um yeah especially when the man crawls out of the chin which grows throughout the issue yeah. and he's a red man red version of chin colored in with crayon. um this is my introduction to um, this creator's um work and um i absolutely loved it straight off the bat i thought I wasn't, I wasn't in the mood for anything serious. I wasn't in the mood for anything, you know, deep, intellectual and dense. And I got chin, um, which is kind of a bizarre love story in a way, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Because um, the assistant, you can't kind of find out that his name's Colin. Well, you only find out that his name's Colin when he comes out of Colin's chin. So <laughs> when the doppelganger, the red version of Colin, comes out of Colin's massive chin, that's when you find out his name, isn't it? So I
0: don't yeah. know if the assistant's called Colin or if the
1: doppelgangers called Colin he's or just what. Just called but Colin. Yeah. You um, don't
0: need really to know, do you? <laughs> no, it's full of sort of wild declarations as well. There's um uh he's, at one point he just says you should you should move into my flat and he says I think I should um and he says I can make your dreams come true um and then um then he says at one point um Colin stands on a table with his trousers down and says. Yes, the place where the magic happens, which is often what I do when I point downwards. That's the phrase <laughs> I use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of see magic. Chin as um you know, if we're comparing um Mr. Reed to Alan Moore, I see Chin as his um from hell maybe. His magnus opus, his you know, his long thing. Although we have got this graphic novel coming, so let's that might all change. Um soon. Yeah.
1: I I I look I know you've got some more of um simon's books and yes. uh, i do really love um chin i love i think chin's I my favorite actually but, um, yeah do you think so because because i really liked um um you've got Baylow.
0: i have i like Bailo as well yeah
1: balo and girl party i was i like all of them i can't you know i can't pick really but um but i think possibly um balo and girl party were ones that i read early on okay. and uh, maybe that's why they- They've stuck with me, but um, but I I love them all. Um, nice one.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think it is that draws you to his work or work of this kind? Do you think, Rach?
1: Um, I've always had a funny, uh, an odd sense of humour. Anyway, since since I was a kid, actually, and I think that comes from my mum, who's who's dead. You know, right. a bit like your wife, you know. <laughs> but but my mum really is dead. You know. Um, uh, oh, but I'm in I think so I, much I trouble. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, I, I think um, I think I got a, a strange sense of humour from my mum, who was very dry, and I've always liked um, odd humour. And you know, as people who know me know, I really like Tim and Eric's awesome show. Yep. And um, and I I like uh, I do like Reeves and Mortimer that kind yeah, of thing as there's, well. there's um, I
0: got immediate sense of the Reeves and Mortimer. Even Vic Reeves's art, I kind of get a sense of that because that's similar a little bit similar isn't it to me
1: yeah um it's just the the absurd side of it and and simon is actually uh doing a a phd in absurdism believe it or not is that
0: what it is oh in cardiff isn't it i think
1: yes he's uh he's he's very intelligent and uh um but he i mean you know I i was asking him about this and uh and he was saying that he's uh, he's doing like a well, it's a creative writing PhD he's doing, right? Um, but it's on the topic of absurdism. Oh, okay. And uh, he wants to be UK's leading figure on the subject of absurdism within the next few years. <laughs>
0: Which is almost counterintuitive, um, isn't it? Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, I think he's joking. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it'll settle for uh a kind of word and a cup of tea if uh, uh if he doesn't do that but um i think it's like he, he said the world's just made up of unnecessarily complicated processes and bureaucratic entanglement so i think it's just the way he looks at the world because you can't really make sense of it and particularly over the past few years with the way everything's going for us um yeah i agree with,
0: yeah uh,
1: and, Boris and Brexit and Covid and all of that. And and just I guess the way people are living and and living online and quite but people can be quite rapid actually, can't they? Yeah, and, they can. Uh, well they increasingly and, so, and a, aren't a lot they? a lot yeah. of that come, comes across in uh, in Simon's work, um weird things that people say or react to and um, and he just adds in the the absurd side of things that um something that you really don't expect to happen happens and uh and it's it's just enjoyable especially because at the moment you don't particularly want some kind of yeah um, i don't want to be reading The walking
0: Life. dead i'll be honest with you it's it's, yeah. it's too resonant isn't it i want to be reading yeah. something where you know a man's chin explodes and another man climbs out of it and stuff yeah. like that yeah yeah good and, where, where was and, it you discovered him was it sorry it was man. At, um, bam it was, was bam oh,
1: at that lovely event that we went back to, and I know you were there because you were next to me for a bit. Um, oh, is that when I was ill? I think you got me invited along. Actually, it was um, Cardiff um, Comics Carnival. Was that is that what it's called? It was oh, I think you're family. right. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, and I saw Simon there. He was just opposite me, and um, and he had to. T- he was sitting there quietly. Because uh, he's a quiet chap, and uh, he's got a table with quite a few scenes on it, and uh, and I thought, well, they look interesting. They're like nice artwork. So he makes very, for people who won't have seen his work yet, uh, but I hope they will soon. Yeah. Um, he does very small press kind of things, and some some things are only in a limited edition of ten copies. Yeah, I
0: was noticing that on some of the backs like of some of mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and they look very much like they've been uh, a lot of them, not all of them. Some of them are a bit more fancy pants, but most of them just look like they've been photocopied. And a lot of them don't have that much colour in yeah. them, or, or like not. They've been coloured in um, with pencil. Yeah, I think it's you're right. All, you know, and uh, he doesn't do anything like you know digital drawings or anything like that. He just draws and then photocopies and uh are you drawn and, to that
0: are you drawn to that DIY aesthetic do you think
1: yeah, yeah. And, and not just not just for the sake of it because I wouldn't say that I'd just like anything that somebody had done like that but it was just I like his style of artwork and as he says he's not Chris Ware is he no he's um he's uh, he's very much not Chris Ware um <laughs> he he just he just draw I, but i just like the style of his drawing you don't really need much more than that and as you say the little sort of half moon mustache and the uh <laughs> yeah. the little mouth with the lines around it to indicate like he's a well it can indicate anything actually can't it that uh
0: yeah I mean, um, i've got a couple here in front of me like so I've got I've got um, Grandma's birthday party or Grandma's birthday yeah. here, and he's he's sort of drawn on it in biro or in felt pen. 18 plus because it's an 18 plus comic. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that's
1: right. And that's an issue of ten.
0: Uh, oh yeah, I've got eight of ten. There you go. I've uh, got two. Oh, there you go. This now in this a bear <laughs> does do a wee in the face of an old lady.
1: He does. I I love uh, grandma's birthday because um, it's just like I I was trying to explain to my friend Delia about Simon's work. And uh, I said to her, I'll I'll just tell you what happens in grandma's birthday. (laughs) Grandma is guilty of war crimes. But (laughs) but beyond the peanut butter loving bear saves her life after she's bitten on the nose by Hermes the snake. (laughs) Beyond then pisses on her face and goes off to browse ebay.com with Hannah and that's it that's what that's what happens in grandma's birthday yeah. but i don't
2: and...
0: think poison works that way i mean there's always, <laughs> always this rumor about does it come from if you get bitten by something in the sea you're meant to be weed on is that right
1: yeah but he's also given her the peanut butter though and it must have been magic oh, right
0: butter. okay maybe it's she's got an allergy
1: he, he, he saved a bit of um, peanut butter on his tail and he put the peanut butter in Grandma's mouth and she instantly felt better. So it's like peanut butter's a cure for all,
0: isn't it? <laughs> I do like peanut butter. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's a particularly mad one. Well, let's say all of them are. But the uh, one of my favourite ones is uh, Doris Day. Um, yeah.
1: Now, that's a posh one, isn't
0: it? It is. So that's more of an A5. Those, The one we just spoke about there, Grandma's Party, is I don't know what you call it. What size would you call that, Rach? You know? Uh.
1: That's um. A six. What's, what's A A six? Yeah, yeah. it Looks like A. 6 Yeah. And Doris and it, Doris Day oh, is kind
0: of A five, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and it's glossy. Yes. Yeah.
0: And Doris Day is I'm I'm not a man to do drugs, and I'm sure you wouldn't do drugs, as all drugs are bad for you. But this is the best representation ever of taking acid.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it really is.
0: Yeah. Where <laughs> Simon has uh, taken a pot of paint and thrown it over the page. Um, yeah. But there's talking bananas and um, uh, there's and a, penguins and penguins. Are, yeah, penguins, penguins are their Stewards um, and a sna- another snake, and they go on a yeah. plane to Iceland, and that's pretty much it, isn't it? Um, yeah. Looks like it's looks like Lady like, Diana has been left in Iceland. Is what I'm she say. D-
1: it does look like Lady Diana, actually. Now you now you mention it, yeah. like she's sort of bored at work, and it's um, you know, it's what happens when you take drugs and then make some kind of Im- impetuous holiday decision isn't it <laughs>
0: yeah we've all been there you know yeah we have all taken so she takes a sort of square blotting paper square with a little pineapple on it and it just goes off it just then puts it on a tongue and then as of the next panel it just goes off to all the races and it's just Actually, splashes of colors
1: he likes pineapples doesn't he that's um because, uh, it, it, you oh, know... Oh, yeah, in Chin there's a pineapple, at, isn't there? about it, because, well, not about pineapples, but um, but he said he likes to think of his characters as, as existing in the same world or the same town. Right. So even though, like, so far, I mean, it might happen with Oven, his new book, but um, so far there's not really been much, I haven't noticed any crossover, although some of the characters look quite similar. Yeah. But um, they presumably all live in the same town they could um bump into each other or i like to think of it all happening the in the same door. town that's right. what i like to think of yeah. it as like
0: there's almost like the the uh absurdist version of you know the twin peaks town you know where they're yeah. all off doing stuff yeah
1: yeah yeah no definitely yeah so um so yeah the the pineapple on the um on the drugs blotter yeah
0: <laughs> next um, up let's talk about yeah. the next one balo another favorite of mine so Baylo, oh, love- a fight for freedom. Yeah. Sounds very, very ha- haughty. Um, and it's about a boy who likes uh, J Lo, um, and says things like "fucking yes, J Lo." And his dad comes in, and his dad sort of randomly changes into a seagull at certain times. I'm saying seagull. Are you saying <laughs> oh, seagull?
1: God, yeah. Do you know what? I hadn't even
0: noticed. <laughs> 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 oh
1: my goodness me.
0: And the dad keeps referring to it as hillbilly music. He says, Turn off your hillbilly music, son. And he says, It's JLo, Papa. And he says, Listen here, we'll buy you some good music. Your late mother was particularly fond of Enrique.
1: No, Papa.
0: No, Papa. I don't know why I find that the weirdest thing in this book. It calls him Papa. I don't know why, but I just seem I know, to. I know,
1: I know that he calls him Papa, but I love the fact as well that he's always walking around in a string vest and a pair of underpants. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's one he does. He drops his pants and does a dance. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, it's bomb. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then there's one he takes some hot pink spray paint to a wall and his dad says to him, what do you think you're doing? He's just about to spray something on the wall. And he and he says to his dad, Art bitch. And he, he says, Art. Oh, he says he doesn't look like Art. Scrub it off now. And it just says J Lo is Bae, B A E. There you go. Yeah. That's a funny but, one.
1: But, but I tell you what though, um, Enrique's not Bae, is he?
0: Isn't he? He's uh.
1: No, no. Enrique's not Bae. <laughs> um, this this little um kid, whatever his name is, um, he doesn't he didn't want to listen to enrique at
0: all <laughs> i think i put him as a sort of just a like a sort of i, I kind of i kind of took him to be um uh a, a gay a gay 20 something you know a bit like a, a bit like a sort of crazy version of i'm the only gay in the town where he sort of wears out outrageous clothes just to upset his parents he was a bit of that to me i don't yeah, know
1: well, whereas i was thinking of him as being about six years old
0: Right, OK. <laughs> uh, I
1: don't know what's worse, to be honest. No, I'm not sure, but,
0: but it's Art Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need that on a T-shirt, just that panel. Art Bitch, art bitch. yeah. Good. Yeah. That's another one, that's a, and that's another classic. Um, juicy, which is just basically two pieces of paper stapled together. Um, now, that's a weird one. I no, no we're in the world of the weird, but this is particularly weird. A sort of hairy overweight is it a lady
1: um well oh. it's got penis as well I think they're oh. ambiguous I think um I think uh, gender's not necessarily a thing in uh in Simon Reid land
0: yeah I think you're right oh yeah it's got the the circle and the line
1: yeah. the
0: signifier and um you must evolve now I've always dreamt this moment I will lick my lips with, lips with joy and it's just um and then a, a, a sort of bomber comes over and drops a bomb on the town then... i know it's like um um basically so so basically this um
1: this person um who we don't know who they are uh naked person yeah who goes to the juice bar um commands commands that guy juice bar tim um to evolve yeah and then um he, he does, it doesn't suit him, does it? He feels pretty rotten after his um, yeah. Well he's evolved, got sort of
0: purple but, lips then. But the so, I know he, it's, so juice bar 2000. So he loves a he loves a, um, a radical um, design on a shop, you know, to fit in with you know. We had the wig one, didn't we? We had a big wig on it. Yeah. Juice bar 2000 has got like a um, like a dripping jar of juice on the top of it. Um, yeah. But we get yeah. another fart. He's slightly obsessed with farts, isn't he, Simon? There's a yeah. lot of farting going on.
1: Well, we can all um, identify with that, can't we? Yeah, I think
0: yeah, I think we all <laughs> I mean, think about it occasionally, don't we? I'm, I'm, and there's um, the, when when the so... fart it, it leaves the bum, it says boost, which I thought was an interesting sound effect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's boost. We <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> yeah. We're
0: not going to go through all the more. Well, we might do. We will see how we feel. Um, the other one of the other ones I quite liked was Spicy Boy. That's a favourite of mine.
1: Oh god, yeah. I
0: it's almost suggested close. this as a read through but a boy goes to um he goes to a noodle bar, he's quite rude, isn't he, this boy.
1: He's a rude dude.
0: Yeah. He is. He's wearing a t shirt that says Lime Wire. Do you remember them? He no. used to be able to get download I never did it, get download free music sort of thing. And he says he has some ramen noodles and he says, These ramen noodles are so spicy and then he starts screaming and he gets sweaty armpits and his penis is out again. And he says, Mega spicy, I need milk I need milk, and he goes somewhere. He speaks to a woman in the car. And she says, "I have no milk," and he gets he gets flaccid. I see now, so it's just a line. Oh, I understand the penis thing now.
1: Yeah, it's a line with a with a ball, isn't it? So yeah. it's like a circle and uh, and a line.
0: And it just says flaccid and, next uh, to it. Yeah. And then he goes in. He finds a supermarket, and it's soy milk, no. Horse milk, no. Oat milk, ah. Oh. Cow milk, absolutely not eye milk 404 error flax milk yuck hemp milk fuck no rice milk yes y-a-s yeah. um and on the front actually there's a, a bottle of man milk which i thought was quite funny um <laughs> and tea and uh he so he pours that down his trousers <laughs> such a spicy boy shut up old man so it's it sort of <laughs>
1: and that's clearly a woman isn't it yeah. <laughs> shut it, old man <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I did think it's not very old but yeah you're right it is a lady as well isn't it yeah
1: Yeah.
0: oh she's got pearls on isn't she around her neck yeah, yeah the international signifier for a lady um, yeah and then they try and get someone someone decides well I can't as I've just been fired for not existing someone sort of fades out of reality spicy clean up on R7 it's kind of cool
1: yep it's um yeah it's good isn't it that is a good one but but then it's this kind of like a a, an indication of some kind of parallel universe thing because he's been missing for some time because when then he realizes that he's actually on the side of the milk bottle where he's which he's just poured the oat milk down his trousers because of his spicy um
0: spicy ramen noodles
1: Noodles. Um, so, so he's pulled that down his trousers to help him because he was suffering from spicy sweats. And then he <laughs> finds that his name's Rodney Freshman and he's been, he's been missing for some time. And uh, he's he, how long has it been? He doesn't. Yeah, he
0: leaves you on a cliffhanger there, old yeah, Rodney Freshman. Yeah. I wonder if we'll get a return of Rodney Freshman. He is quite cool. I kind of like his um, <laughs> anti-establishment attitude.
1: Yeah, he's an, he's a nasty git, isn't he? Yeah,
0: and he's got four bits of hair
1: it served him right that he got the spice sweats (laughs) yeah
0: he had to pour milk on his knob (laughs) right so i think i think the listener can probably get a taste for what we've been talking about here now Rach. so um the artwork isn't um it's not refined isn't it it's not overly rendered i'll put it that it's very um
1: it's basic
0: basic yeah um um i'm gonna say faux amateur I'm sure Simon can draw, but he chooses not to yeah. in these, in I, a way. I think
1: he's got his own style. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, on Grandma's birthday, I love that bear on the cover. He's so cute.
0: Yeah, he is cool.
1: He's, and he's got go-
0: <laughs> Yeah, and The girl party cover's great as well, I always think. That's yeah. uh, that's a worthy little, you know, if I saw that in a, at, a, you know, a safari or an El Calf or something like that, I'd pick it up. I think it's quite a cool little cover. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like I like his style, and I- I- he obviously can draw. Um, he might deny it, but he can. Yeah. And um and but I just like the fact that his stories they're not they're not really going anywhere. Um and they're not always um they don't always they're not going to end happily as such. Yeah. Um, you know, like when the bomb lands on the juice bar, that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. But but then that's what absurdism is all about, isn't it? Exactly. So, um, I I I like it, I enjoy it and that things don't make sense and people get killed by lobsters and uh, Yeah. You know, when there's a uh, there's one that you've not got, I think, called Moida IKEA, uh, where <laughs> people in IKEA are all being killed by a um a, a lobster that's a, a a serial killer. Um and, and yeah, the, I I like that. They're good fun and they're short reads. Yeah, so it's not you're right. like you're investing a lot of time in it, but but they're enjoyable, and um, I I think he does a really good job with them.
0: I think you're right, and I think the thing for me as well is um, he, do you know, when you do you ever get this? So if you you wake up in the morning, you think oh, I'm going to go, I need to go to work, or I need to get up and what the dog, or going to be, and you think no, I'll have another half an hour. And I always get like a weird cheese dream at that point, or I'm in the school assembly with no trousers on or something, you know, the usual. <laughs> And uh, this always reminds me of that sort of dream. There's something unsettling, as well as funny, and as well as fun. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and it's like um, there, there's always um, there's always some kind of nudity or something, um, some weird kind of perversion. Exposure going on things of things. some kind, isn't there? But, yeah. But it's not, um, But it's not. It's not. It's not sexual. gratuitous. No, not at all. If, no. If, See what I mean? Yeah. Because everybody's got their penis out. It's a stick and a and a circle. And yeah. Um, it's not um, it, it's not about that. It's just about the uh, um the weirdness of it all, isn't it? Yeah. There's no eroticism there. on show and, here. No. I
0: mean, if you find this erotic, honestly, go hand yourself in at a local police station because I think Broadmoor is calling. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just you're right. It's just strangely bizarre, isn't it? It's um. But I'm, I don't know. It's just. It just really clicked with me. I just really, I think we need that, don't we? You're right. We need that absurdity, don't we? We need that. um...
1: We do. And, like, I think anything can happen in his books. And um, in that, you know, where uh, um, Borpo, it's this big genderless sort of person who um, everybody um, throws themselves App. Yeah, they're like, always they, asking
0: them out on dates, yeah, aren't they? Are you
1: free tonight? Um, you know, they they all want to go out with Borpo, and Borpo's just like, nah, no, nah, I don't fancy it. Borpo just wants to go for a half price root canal check or something. <laughs> and um, um, but everybody everybody fancies Borpo. Yeah. And I, I think it just it's that that kind of thing that uh, and and the same with Girl Party where the the young lady who's on the cover of the um of the book she's madly in love with her friend's dad roger and and you kind of expect that he's going to be handsome and everything but of course he's not it's he's, he's dad, a bloke he? with a home yeah. over and uh but she's absolutely crazy about him so crazy about him that um she gets pissed on uh lambrini or something and uh, falls down the stairs and then tells him that she's she fucking
0: loves him. <laughs> We've all been there, haven't we? You know our friends' yeah. dads. The there's one bit in Blorpoe I laughed. It's is it uh, Blorpo is in a sort of chair for a gynaecologist. I'm going to say, and um, the gynaecologist comes in and says, "Hello bastard, I'm Dr Mary. Let's mash is our is de- Is it a dentist? Is that God? That's a weird dentist <laughs> chair, isn't it? Uh, Hello yeah. bastard, I'm Dr Mary. Let's mash our bits together. I'd first like yeah. to nourish you with a signed chalk ice, and she's got a chalk ice with Mary written on it where she signed yeah. it, and she just sort of shoves it into Blopo's mouth.
1: Yeah. And and actually, Borpo also gets offered a a, a, a ice again later. When she goes upstairs oh, to yeah. um, J-Lo, J-Lo again, see? Oh, yeah, she goes yeah. Upstairs to, I say she, he, she, they, go upstairs to listen to J-Lo with the guy from the gravy shop, because <laughs> she popped into the gravy shop to see if she can have a job.
0: We all do, don't we? But, That's um, the dream job. but
1: in, yeah, but instead of working at the gravy shop, she goes and listens to J-Lo with, um, with the shop owner and um he offers her a homemade vegan chalk ice.
0: Yeah, um, which she doesn't respond, or Borpo does not respond. They just do a fart again. Yeah. Last panel. That's how you end a story. That's how you end it.
1: Oh, actually, yeah, cause I was going to say what she doesn't do. They don't do a boost, but actually earlier in it, Um,
0: there's a crunch oh is there okay he's he's an expert (laughs) with the sound effect on listen i don't want anyone thinking that we're making fun of simon because i'm genuinely not i think this is brilliant it's just like i I wrote a review of chin on the site and just go and read it and i'm there's to be some images along with it as well and I hope it just sort of exemplifies what i think of this crate. i think i think we need more of this i'm not i'm not fussed about overly rendered flipping starships and stuff most days in the lockdown i just want a bit of fun and this is what this is you know yeah
1: yeah it is. It's it's a lot of fun. It's fucking insane. Yeah. You know. Uh, I I like his little world and uh and I'd like to see more of it and I think um I know that this next book that he's doing which is on Kickstarter at the moment um is a bit longer cuz these are mostly anything from like 4 to 8 pages yeah, aren't they that's basically? What they are. Yeah. Um, but this this one's a bit longer but I think he said it's not a novel it's more a, a comic novella but okay. but i don't know if it's about like 70 100 pages something like that that sounds quite long what's to it me.
0: called is it oven or something is that right
1: it's called oven yeah and um and uh, I i saw some of the artwork on the um on the kickstarter and i i, I just really like that ovens rock yeah i
0: backed yeah. it yeah I, I backed it straight away yeah it looks great yeah, yeah definitely. it
1: does look great and i think there's more characters in this i think um i think it's, there's a you know, he's got a good at least 10 characters in there. So he's been like he'd been thinking about them for quite some time and about um, their, you know, colour. Because he's using colour more in this new book. Oh, okay. So he's been thinking about doing colour charts and stuff like that for their, their clothes and their skin and their hair and things like that. And uh, so he's had to think about it a bit more. So it's, it's kind of um, um, probably been a challenge for him, I would say. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, having to do doing something a uh, larger scale thing and using more color and having um more i don't know if the characters are going to be more developed but we'll certainly be quirky and have their own um idiosyncrasies so yeah um, i think
0: so so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. yeah me too so right so where people can find it you can find it simon um i think on instagram simon l reed r-e-a-d simon l reed comics um and he is on twitter as well isn't he is that right have you got yeah. that he's on.
1: he's on twitter um i think that's simon l reed on twitter I think you're right um, yep. and but he he does go on twitter and he is on there yeah, I but to him on i there. he posts yeah. more artwork on instagram i mean instagram's a bit more user friendly in in that way it's isn't not full it, of from...
0: wankers i think is the phrase yeah. rach as we yeah. both know although we both <laughs> <laughs> i spend more and more time on instagram these days because you can watch those videos on there where ladies jump up and down and change their clothes a lot i watch them occasionally um... oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff right hold your horses because the um the sponsor advert will be coming to you soon but before then we just want to have a quick chat with rach um about her war her work so Tell me a couple of questions, Rach. Tell me a little bit about Baby Birkin. I was talking to Delia about this the other day. So, what what was Baby Birkin all about?
1: Um, so um, I've been a big fan of I started out a big fan of Serge Gansburg, um in the late, mid mid eighties, I think, okay. probably. And um and I came to to Jane Birkin through Serge Gansberg because of course um she was his partner for. 12 13 years sort of
0: muse character wasn't she as well a bit for him i think
1: yeah yes she was she was totally his muse and uh even after they split up she she was still his muse really and um and they they became this sort of mythical couple you know um who um they were couple of the year or something like that in france in 1969 okay and so that so they were big news because it was this big um big relationship which she boosted him and he boosted her and everything and uh, and I love his work he's a total genius and um I love his work but uh, but I came to her through him and I I really like her work too so I like her music and I like her films and um,
0: she's beautiful she's amazing <laughs> yeah I think people I'm, am I right in saying that Jutem was Gainsbourg is that right
1: so, it it was her it was um surgeon jane yeah, yeah. but he actually wrote it for brigitte bardo in the first place but right um, okay they, they ordered it and she, and uh, bardo asked him not to release it because she was actually married to someone else at the time
0: <laughs> those <laughs> so, are the days those are the days yeah
1: she was she was having a having a fling and her husband was gonna um uh divorce her which i don't think it was that she was bothered about being divorced because she's she's one of those um um married everybody
0: yeah I get you. yeah <laughs> yeah there was a bit of that going on with you know peter sellers and was... richard burton and all these sort of guys wasn't there and ladies and yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah dating somebody for three months and then get married but um but she was married to this this um guy and uh it, it, there was going to be a scandal and everything but it's like there were, always was a scandal attached with bardo but um but she was scandalous in a different way to Jane. Jane Jane's actually quite scandalous.
0: But Oh, cool. Because I think Bardo well, was engaged to Tony Osmond for a while as well. I believe that was a, a short-lived oh, early 70s I, incident. Yeah,
1: I can, I can imagine that would be the case. Yeah. yeah. And, now, uh, for
0: anyone who don't know, the, probably my favourite – I'm not a big uh, Gainsbourg ex, expert like like you, but I do appreciate him. And the, one of the funniest things you can find on the internet is the interview between Serge Gainsbourg um uh, an interviewer and Whitney Houston. Have you seen this one? Oh,
1: of course, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just. I
1: said I want to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: she's like laughing it off, and he's going, "No, I'm serious." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's. I think he might be a few sheets to the wind in that one. I'll be honest. With oh,
1: you. he he absolutely is. He's 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 absolutely pissed as a fart. <laughs> and uh and uh and he's he, he was speaking in french and the, the, the interviewer knew full well what he was saying but was trying to pretend that he wasn't he was saying oh he says you're nice he says you're beautiful and he's like no 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 <laughs> oh, and and he tells her what he's saying in english because he can speak english and um and she acts kind of faux shocked yeah
0: there's um I mean, there's a flirtatious french nature to the relationship <laughs> it's not horrible it's very flirtatious isn't it and funny and
1: Yes, yeah. and he was very sorry afterwards. He did send her flowers and say I'm really sorry, but oh, he was nice. just being was just being um a bit like the French equivalent of um Ollie Reed really, aren't yeah. they? He's yeah. like Tony Osmond. Exactly Tony
0: Osmond gets um, gets that all the time. And you've yeah. done you've done a few um they're not I suppose they're not comics, are they? They're kind of um zines, I'm gonna call them. Which um, yeah. you detail, you you found, you. I mean, it's 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 exhaustively researched, and you know, there's a lot of clippings mm-hmm. and news stories and stuff like that. I've got I've got the I've got a couple of them. I've got the Francois Hardy one as well here in front of me. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm um I'm a bit anal, Tony. Right. And <laughs> um um. See, see I didn't bite on
0: that one. You tried to get me there. You tried I, to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah um i am a bit anal and um uh, a bit fixated on facts and um and i i kind of collect information okay. and um and and, I, and I, I interest myself in these things so as you said earlier i'm a bit i'm a bit like um a bit obsessive let's say yeah. and and i've been collecting stuff about surgeon jane for years and years and i've i've wanted to write a book about jane for a long time because she's she's english but yeah. better, a lot better known in France and other countries than she is here, in where where she comes from. Yeah. And some of that's her fault because she hasn't really made much of an effort over here after she moved over to France. But um, I wanted to try and rectify that. So I always see it as my job to,
0: <laughs> to help form, people
1: yeah. along. So so at one point, in, in actual fact, and this is true, um, I wrote to um Graham Norton to say you should get Jane Birkin on your show and sent him loads of um, pictures and a, a video that, uh, compiled of um, of different bits from her films and stuff like okay. that. And of he thought, he thought that that would be a good idea and that they actually did get in touch with me and say we're going to get her on the show, can you lend us some of your things? So I kind of blackmailed them and said um, well if you let me have a ticket to come along to the recording and oh, they nice. said ah oh, well, uh, yeah but they said nah you know we, we don't really have any spare seats and I went oh well, uh, I don't think I'll be able to lend you my stuff. <laughs> good
0: on you good on I, you i actually
1: did say that yeah and, uh, but yeah um so i did get to go but they didn't invite me to the second appearance <laughs> <laughs> um because they did invite her back because she was such a success on, on oh, their show nice. because, she, because she says mad as a box frog so they invited her back because she was good value for money
0: i must try and find that on but, youtube actually to have a little watch yeah Yes.
1: Yeah, so- um, um I've got it recorded. Yeah. And I can see it in the audience.
0: <laughs> oh nice. Oh good stuff. Who were the other I guests of interest? Am. Who were the other guests with <laughs> us?
1: Yeah, um so um so yeah, so I did I did do things like that and I, that's why I started the band Baby Birkin, um, which is like going a long way round to what you were originally yeah. asking me. Yeah. I, I started this band called Baby Birkin because I went to see Jane Birkin the first time she did a concert in the UK, which was in nineteen ninety four Four,
0: I think. That's oh, quite late for her, isn't it? At the Savoy yeah. Hotel. Oh, okay. And
1: it was a special concert because she couldn't get anybody to put a, a, a tribute concert to Sir Gainsbourg. He died in '91. Right. And in France, they 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 mourned for him because he was he's so famous and everybody thought he was a genius. So they did a lot over there, but we did nothing, and or not very much. And she wanted to put on a tribute concert and nobody would do it. So she just thought, well, I'm not going to beg. So I'll instead I'll do something as a charity thing right. and see if we sell tickets and give the money to a, a cancer charity yeah, good. in London. Um, and um, in Serge's name as some kind of memorial thing. And so she did this big concert in the Savoy and it sold out and I went along. And I couldn't get anybody to go with me because the tickets were really expensive and nobody else wanted to go. Okay. So I went on my own um, and I saw her first concert and I thought, well, isn't it a shame that um, nearly everybody in the audience is actually French?
0: Right, that is and a shame. Isn't the it? French
1: guy sat next to me um, assumed I was French because I was singing along with songs and stuff. And yeah. he's afterwards he said to me, oh, shall we go and meet Jane Birkin? But, he's, but he said it in French and I um, said to him, actually, you know, I'm English. And he couldn't believe it, and he was telling all the French um, um, uh, cameramen who were there to report on it for France. Oh, right. There was nobody reporting on it for the UK, of course. But it, there were these cameramen there from France come to say, "Look, here's Jane, and she's doing a concert in London. My goodness!" And uh, <laughs> he was saying to them, "Look, this this is girl, and she, she's English, and she knows all the words in French." And they couldn't believe it. And he said to me, let's go outside and we'll meet Jane. And, and if you meet Jane, you have to say, can I have a kiss, please? Because she always gives you a kiss. So we went outside and we met Jane. And I said, can I have a kiss, please? And I got a kiss. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> um, but I thought, well, I should do a, a sort of covers band because and get people to sit, to say, like, you should listen to Jane Birkin. Aren't these songs good? So I did a, I started a covers band and... Um, um, it was all right, and uh, but the people in the band weren't taking it that seriously, so I just sacked them all, and I got Delia in, and <laughs> Delia's a fantastic guitarist, and she's one of my oldest friends
0: now. I was chatting to Delia this week. Uh, yeah, Delia's also a comic yeah. fan, isn't she? Yeah.
1: yeah, she's a good girl, and um, and and so we started. The, we I sacked the original lineup for Baby Birkin and got Delia in, and we got some of her friends that she knew and people that we knew on on the scene, and started a a, a new uh, Mark Two Baby Birkin, and we actually um we did a, a lot of gigs and things, and um, um we recorded an album, really, and stuff, and it was it yes yeah, and it was just just because. For me, it was because I wanted people to know about Jane Birkin. Oh, nice. Um, and then, and um, I wasn't very good at singing, but a lot of people will argue that she's not either. <laughs> so,
0: um, <laughs> I have to say, when when we first met, and I think I can't remember. Maybe you you we we'd met a while before, and then you came on the show on the ACP, and I remember mm. we were like Googling trying to find your band, and I think there are a couple of photographs of you in the band out there on the internet. And I was reminded yeah. I looked at them and thought, it reminds me of a sort of B fifty twos kind of look to it. You know?
1: Well, um Delia wanted this to dress sixties, but the right. thing is, right, I, I mean I had a lot of seventies clothes and um I, I like the sixties a lot, but Jenny was more uh, she only recorded a song in like nineteen sixty eight, so right. she was tail end of the sixties. Yeah. So she's more of a seventies girl really when you're looking at her music and career from that side. Okay. Um and so I, I used to wear these um lovely I was I was tiny back then and I used to wear these lovely um, um tiny weeny jeans and things like that that's a 70s style and I remember Delia actually sending me home after a sound check to say you've got to go home and you've got to put nineteen sixties dress on
0: um, <laughs> she's because... quite bossy is she yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah and she and she said um, another time she she made me wear one of her dresses and um so i had to get changed out what i was wearing because she didn't think that it looked she wanted she had a specific idea of what we should look like and everything and sometimes i'd get told off Um, (laughs) but yeah i remember having to get the bus back to archway to go and change out my nice jeans and put something else on and and then rush back to the venue in camden to to um
0: to get on stage get
1: there in time for the gig yeah oh nice yeah that's brilliant so um but, yeah, so she she had this idea of what we should look like. But some of the pictures of, of us are, are quite silly because somebody did a, a kind of silly photo shoot where he wanted us quite stylised and that, and it, that's not quite what we were like, but, but yeah. It looks uh, um, super
0: cool. I remember um, I can't remember what you said to me, she was, she's obviously really cool. I think Sarah, Sarah Harris said, well, Rachel's really cool. I never realised how cool is Rachel. Yeah, yeah it's quite a funky look. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm not really. I'm I'm the kind of person that would that would like to be cool but Head I'm off.
0: not. <laughs> the Yeah, uh, you're cool in our circle. And the other thing I was gonna say is you've got um you do have um, an obsession with the strange uh they're not even strange, they're just like for example you're you're a little bit obsessed with Nicolas Cage and you're a little oh, bit yeah. obsessed with Carl McLachlan. Um and a few others, yeah. Is that right?
1: yeah lo- loads of people actually you know I, you know I've got lots of I have lots of crushes on people from tv shows and things like that <laughs> So I have on um on tv characters so not necessarily the actor right you know. so like I really love Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and um uh, I love George from Seinfeld as well oh, okay George yeah yeah and uh and I, I've got a crush on Werewolf Jones from Simon Hanselman's Megan Mark <laughs> Yeah, you've told um, us, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, so you know, I, yeah, I I always, um, I, if I I'm quite, you know, if I like something, if I really like something, I I go all out on it, and um, yeah. Like, yeah. like, as I said, I've got all of Simon L. Reed's books. Yeah, they're right, I, really I, like.
0: I agree, man, and I agree, Rachel. and I think that's the thing is, I I just went and ordered all of his, off his website. I just got a bit, I read Chin and thought, right, I need to order the rest. So I just did. Yeah. And they're not expensive, are they? That's the thing. No. Yeah. No. But having chatted I to, having chatted to Dave, um, uh, who, uh, your partner, the, you're both into, I mean, you can't stop me and Dave talking about weird movies whenever we see each other. We wander yeah. off and we just look through Amazon Prime at weird sci-fi apocalyptic movies and stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh. It's it's quite the household of um what you're gonna watch this evening, I suspect at your place, is it?
1: It, it absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. We're we're um we're not hoarders, we're collectors. Yeah, me too,
0: exactly. When it all um, falls on me and I die, they'll probably yeah. call me a hoarder. But yeah Well
1: that's what that's what's kind of happening is that um you know you know that old man that um had loads of newspapers and the ad tunnel going through it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Be a
1: bit like that
0: i think <laughs> is it toast of london where he hooks up with a girl and it turns out she's a hoarder have you seen that one that's quite good
1: oh, no. I, I like i like him oh, i love him as well you see so i only watch toast
0: I... of london because everyone says it reminds them of me so i decided <laughs> i had to watch it <laughs> um,
1: yeah i really like matt berry yeah um i was thinking that you were thinking for a minute of when he was in um um, the IT crowd, and he, he fell in love with a with a lady. Ah, oh, that daughter. one.
0: Yes, yeah. They don't show that on telly quite so much, do they? That one. You don't see it quite so much that one. But yeah.
1: No, I know. Everyone's been a bit touchy about it now, aren't they? <laughs> exactly.
0: So. Yeah. So, Rach, where can people find your work? Um, now, I have just bought from you French pop art by Rachel E Carter, which is some lovely drawings of um, 60s and 70s pop stars and actresses so jane birkin um serge gainsbourg francois hardy um yeah and and zuzu yeah zuzu's in it yeah There's sort of uh yeah all these sort of cool people and where can people get this stuff from you
1: um i i'm, I'm a bit rubbish but i've got an etsy shop cool. and it's called tiny noggin yep. my i kind of um i use the name tiny noggin and uh and that's where people can find me and i'm on um twitter and instagram under Twitter, the same I'm name, yeah. Tiny Noggin on on Twitter and on Instagram, I'm Tiny Noggin Rachel and Rachel's R A E C H E L. So um, you can find me on there. And uh,
0: without saying I'm that seems it. to be the hot way, the the cool way to spell Rachel these days. I know Rachel Smith smells it, spells it like that as well, doesn't she? I think is that right? Got Does she? I,
1: I thought. Think so. she thought she got extra A rather than extra E.
0: Oh, maybe you're right. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Who do I? What do I know about the coolness? good stuff yeah
1: yeah but um but yeah so, so you can you can find my stuff on etsy but i'm i'm kind of lazy because i take on too many projects and
0: <laughs> um, so, well we worked together you did uh, me but... a lovely movie poster for tony osmond is a movie star um and it got met it got a big mention by vince bond on the 11 o'clock show he that was his favorite in there so there you go really yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's so nice i couldn't believe that you um asked me Don't to be do silly. it. you're because... the first uh, person well, I asked. No, but no um you're, you're the big boy get off boys and uh i, I was really um and, and also because um nick prolix asked me to do um something for one of his things once as well oh, i nice. did a i i i did a, a postcard for him and uh and i i'm always flattered and incredibly flattered if anybody asked me to do anything because um that's I'd how we
0: should be mate i think i'm bored. the same i was, I was chatting to someone about this today i think if you if you you know if you, if you find it you know if you're not flattered when someone asks you to work with them then there's something wrong with you i think i'm always yeah. incredibly flattered when anyone says oh, i would like to do some work with you and i'm like oh wow okay why me but yeah i get you and i think that's the way we should be exactly
1: yeah no it's really nice because it's like it's like you, you know um how um cliff Oh, Cliffy was when he said I'm, I'm in my first proper comic book yeah, you know? yeah. and that's what I, except that he'd actually done a whole you know story. Yeah. Done tons of artwork but I was like yeah I'm in my first proper comic book
0: <laughs> Cliff's going places he's he's on the rise isn't he he's, he's, what yeah. you hear who he's working with at the moment it's all really, really cool for him yeah I'm really pleased
1: oh that's good see see, this is the thing I I know some people are a bit Jealous when other people. No,
0: I'm not. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm yeah.
1: Not. And I just think that's amazing. It's like Gustavo. Oh, so please him Gustavo Yeah. Was uh, next to me in not in Nottingham, which is where I met Adam and everything. We had a bit of a chat there as well, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And uh, it was very good because Nick Pollux was there. It was it was all good. And uh, but Gustavo was next to me and um and you know he didn't know that many people and now he knows everybody and he's really good mates with everybody and he's so massive now
0: (laughs) yeah and that um scroll book he is
1: it's just turned up to date his art that is
0: just astounding just amazing there's some great art in that yeah
1: it's not that's not just a comic book is it that that's like
0: yeah that's gone on the shelf that one that's proper yeah that is yeah
1: but um but yeah everybody's great and um i just i there's people that i have hopes for and you know like nick prolix i think he should be really famous yeah he should be and in
0: viz nick i always say that about him i said to him we should write a viz it, it, thing and he he wasn't that keen i don't think but uh yeah he should be in viz and you know oh
1: he's he definitely should be well known and and there's people like um paul b rainey yeah. i know he got an award recently which was amazing oh it that's really right he got the observer thing didn't he yeah He uh yeah, whichever one it was, yeah. but um, but the big it was big beans anyway, wasn't it? It mm. was really really good. But you kind of think that someone like him. I will tell you who is, else who's guy. in that that who's
0: in that little shelf for me is um, Paul Ashley Brown, as well. Oh,
1: Paul Ashley Brown, yeah I got yeah. I got a little pack
0: a little package of comics. I ordered one from Paul today, uh, a couple of weeks ago, about a week ago, and, and about eight arrived today. And there's a little letter sitting with it which I haven't read yet. But I'm going to go down and read that and. Uh, yeah, Paul's... Uh, I've given a bit of Paul... Would he
1: be a no. Was he being
0: miserable? No. Uh, <laughs> he does send me quite long messages on Facebook, but I'm I've, I've actually he's done us a, a pin-up for an upcoming tribute thing, so I'm really pleased. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you, you see, he should be... Um, yeah. He, he kind of kept saying... Because, oh, you see, he would say, I'm one of his biggest fans, you know? Because uh, cause I remember meeting him at an event and saying, like, I bought some of your books, but you weren't there, and this." this man sold them to me instead and uh and then i know he's like oh because it's like oh, i love those books can i have some more of those and and so he would introduce me to people as his biggest fan <laughs> he's such a cheeky kid. But, um, <laughs> but it's kind of true you know yeah he's great he
0: is good yeah we, we had one of those yeah. we had a chat for ages at um bam i think the first bam he was next to me wasn't he because he was late and was hung over yeah. and uh and he right at the end of it we realized that we knew each other through reputation he went oh hang on a minute i do know you which is normally a bad yeah. thing with me but it turned out all right but uh... yeah because
1: he knows a lot of people because he's been going a long time as well hasn't yeah, he but yeah. he kept saying that retiring and i was like you can't you can't retire and he kept saying i haven't got anything else to say but he keeps on there really he does and i He's, he is working on something, isn't he? he he's is. working on a yeah. he's working on a book, isn't he? So yeah. you, know, you can you can live in hope that these people actually will um, get a book out because that's what I want for Paul B. Rainey. I want him to get that because um, I love his um his Sunday um why why don't you love me?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got and some more. of his um, um I've got an original strip by him. They were only a tenner or something. I think I bought from him at the yeah, first Nottingham, which was called Nerd Fest. That's where I bought it from. Yeah
1: he's great and because i invited him to bam and i thought he'd say no and he said yeah and i was like oh my god paul b Rainey's coming to bam and uh and it, you know he probably thought it was nothing really but i was like was that the one <laughs> i
0: wasn't at was that that one yeah okay yeah i yeah. i missed one didn't yeah. i because i was paul, i was ill was
1: yeah. yeah 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 you were weren't you you, were in
0: hospital. you sent me a tony's chocolate bar i did <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. here you are Thank you, mate. Right, okay. Let's call it a day because we said we we're only going to do half an hour, and we're done now. So I know what we like, but uh, brilliant stuff. So go and find um, this work. Go and find Simon's work, Simon L. Reed, R-E-A-D. Go and look him up anywhere and buy some of his stuff. Um,
1: uh, please, please back the Kickstarter because I really want that book. And going back so, the
0: Kickstarter, yeah. yeah, it's about twenty odd percent at the moment. It could do with a little shove, I think. At, um... It's
1: not that expensive. I think you can get it for about—is it about six quid for?
0: i think you're right the, i don't uh, think he's got a big total or anything i think it deserves it deserves there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that passes that shouldn't do and that he certainly deserves to get through uh, through you know so go and pledge for it um and go and buy some stuff from rachel uh tiny noggin you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: thank you
0: tony absolute Thanks pleasure having... mate and uh, we'll we'll keep talking but now please listen and please join our sponsor in joining his cult
2: Hi there, my name is Clef Cumber, you may know me as the bad boy of comics and the artist behind such filth as Tony Osmond is a movie star, for Tribute Press, and Future Shock branded, for Space Warp. Lacking in focus, lacking in purpose, suffering from the existential despair of crushing doubt, we've all been there, my friend. I'm no stranger to being a loser like you. What? You thought I was always this way, a megastar comic artist? <laughs> no, I was a deadbeat nobody too. That was until I started a cult. And I'm recruiting. Free robe with every membership. Surrender your will to me and finally find the purpose you're looking for. Subservience. Don't let life beat you down, friend. Join my cult and let me do it for you. Paid for by the cult of Q.